Hi, and welcome to the Irish Writers Podcast. We are three unpublished writers trying to get published. Um, I'm Cathy Clark, and I'm here writing a crime comedy sort of novel. Um, I'm here with Kate. Hi, I'm Kate, and I'm writing a fantasy fiction novel. And... More, I'm, I'm writing an action comedy screenplay. Great, and um, this week I thought we would talk about um, diversity, and even though that subject is very broad, I thought I'd narrow it down just to, to talk about diversity with women, um, because um, Viola Davis won her Emmy um, this year, and what she said was, um, you can't win an Emmy for roles that aren't there. Mm-hmm. Now, she was obviously talking about women of colour, um, and she was saying that the only difference between women of colour or any other person is the opportunity, and if mm. the opportunity is not there, well, yeah. you can't do anything yeah. with it. Yeah. Um, so, I thought that was very interesting, yeah. and I thought Moira would likely have uh, some strong views on it. So I, I thought, yeah, so do you want to kick us off? Yeah, so I think it's the statistic is 30% of the characters that we see on screen are women. Um, there's a lot of kind of horrible, horrible statistics in that sense. And if you do have, I think it's if you have 40% women in a screen in a crowd, men will perceive that there are more women there than men. Okay. Um, most of those 30% of characters, a huge amount of them are supporting characters, their wives, their mothers, their love interests, their objects. Their, so there's a huge amount of that. Um, there's an awful lot of the mainstream films that you see, and even films that I love, don't pass the Bechtel test. And the Bechtel test isn't meant to be this proper litman test at all. It's actually a, almost a throwaway about how bad the representation of women is. And that is the idea that there should be two named characters who talk to each other, female characters who talk to each other not about a man okay. so when you your average male character never has this problem yeah. because he's talk, they talk to each other men talk to each other about the plot yeah. and you often have the phenomenon of like the one token female character that's become a thing now um, but it, it's this really weird representation as if women don't talk to each other you know on screen you know and why do you think that is why do you think because to be honest like Recently, and I know... I'm Patriarchy, Kathy. Patriarchy. But, but, <laughs> do you know, like, a lot of writers are women. Do you Most know? directors are men. In fact, nearly all of the directors of mainstream movies are men. But directors can only direct what's already written. So there has to be screenplays out there written by... But you're assuming that screenplays come from specs, which they don't anymore. Okay. They come from studios. So even, say, Marvel now have, have a new new header. There's new new corporate structure. But... Marvel have had this property, they're doing very well, mm-hmm. and they have this property of Black Widow, who's been in several films, and Scarlett Johansson has said she'd happily do a Black Widow film, yeah. she has um, been almost an equal lead in one of the Captain America movies, and mm-hmm. been in several, she's a very popular character. Yeah. Um, Marvel, up until now, have not made a film with her standalone film, because the head of that studio, not Kevin Feige, but the guy above him, was very conservative and didn't think you should have female superhero leads. Right? Okay. So there's all this stuff going around that Why? women... Why? Yeah, I don't understand that. Yeah, because yeah. one or two films were bad. Well, some films okay. were bad, we should make any more films. Then also... So I, that's going to change, so I'd say that that's going to come, there's going to be a Captain Marvel film, there's going to be a few of those. Okay. But it's... Look, it's not based on logic, it's based on power structures. I mean, there have been proven... It's proven, right? More women go to the cinema, right? Yeah, um, more um, women read books. Well, I know that. Yeah, more... Um, there, there have been several films that have grossed more with men, female characters. The Hunger Games films are huge, and that okay. is a female lead. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, um, it might be hitting a tipping point. I hope it is because I'm so tired of it, to be honest. 
but yeah, there is, um, yeah, very few, like, it's, a, it's really low if you actually look at the numbers of women. I mean, I just think it's really funny that in film, women don't talk to each other. And to be honest, until this was pointed out to me, I never really noticed. I, yeah. I never noticed. Well, the thing about yeah, those, I don't because think I, it I notice it really now. Like, I was watching The West Wing, and I love The West Wing, yeah. but like, there's so many scenes where there is n- they're all men. Oh, they're all nearly all white. They're all men. So but many. I think that's representative of American politics. Well, uh, and no, Irish politics, sure. to be honest. All politics. Right. <laughs> like, I'm not saying it's not, but there are plenty of scenes... There are plenty of scenes that are not, it's not like the president's office. There's plenty of scenes that are administrators. There's plenty of scenes that are, you know, there's plenty of them. Or, and even in that main cast, there is one woman, you know, like. But I wonder, not, is that representative? Because, I mean, they're, they're trying to represent a real life situation. They are so, and they aren't. Like, I, it's not, you Like, know, it wouldn't be very believable if most. It's to do with the most, male default, right? But it wouldn't be believable if most of the characters in the West Wing were women. No, and but it, maybe more than one. Like, but there are several women. There's Donna. There's CJ. There's but in that, um, what's her name? The the, the spunky girlfriend that um, over time there is. Right, I'm not saying, yeah. and I love the West Wing, and I know, like, yeah. I don't want to bag on it. But like now, I find when I'm watching, I'm going. There's another scene with only men. There's another scene, and this notion of that's what what's to do with men is of importance and worth watching, and what's to do with women is fluffy and unimportant. Hmm. You know, there's that whole... Is that, is that just something that is... Because films have been portrayed in such a way that that's kind of become what you expect? Like, because when I think about chick flick, like, I'm not a chick flick kind no, of person. Yeah, but for me, I, I'm just, life's too short for being depressing. Like, I don't, I don't yeah, want to read like, about some sad love story or I don't want to see it on screen. It makes me cry. Yeah, I don't want to cry. Yeah, yeah. But but is that because we've made it that way, or is it because? Um, but actually, in most chick flicks, this there has to be obviously a, a a male lead in it somewhere. Do you know what I mean? They, yeah. Well, they, well mm. there's not very many films about women's friendship. There's not very many films about women. There's a few, right? But I'm just wondering not very why. Many. Like I just I'm because the people who make the films hold the power, hold the reins in their hands, and they are male. Right. Okay, but okay, so let's and, take it okay, let's take it away that. from movies. Okay, because movies I can understand mm. because they're big budget, there's mm. a lot of money behind it, they go with mm. tried and tested mm-hmm. formulas. I just want to tell you something very okay. shocking. You know, I and I, I might not be absolutely accurate about this. So your man just for example, your man Colin Trevorrow that just made Jurassic World, he mm-hmm. his first film was this lovely little film called Safety Not Guaranteed. Just a little indie movie, it's quite cute. Then he got offered Jurassic World. Mm-hmm. The director who directed Monster, which won Oscars, I don't think she's had a directing job since. Mm. Why? Because she's a woman, and women are not. In. <gasps> they're not given the chances. They're not not in film. They're not. <sighs> I, I there can't buy into it. I can't buy into it because I just can't. You know where you tell there's barriers to women? Where there are no women. But you see, I think women opt out of things because I think women's lives, unfortunately, are different than men's lives and women do want different things than men do. And that's just true. But if true. something is made so difficult for you, if some, at some point you're going to opt out sooner, if it was made easy for you, like to do a small little movie and then to be offered a huge franchise, all of the Star Wars dudes, yeah. you know, like there are people who have made like interesting movies. Now some of them are like J.J. Abrams is big, but, but they're given the opportunity like they've been given those those opportunities are not given to women, and particularly in directing, like particularly in directing. Okay. Women. But 
Okay. Uh, this director, there was female directors in indie movies, not mainstream movies, not mm. studio movies. There are women directors out there directing their own films, directing crowdfunded films and independently made films, mm. but okay. they're not given studio jobs. Okay, and I, I agree with that because I can see that there is a financial risk with movies. So, so somebody has to take that risk and they do. choice and, about what they... And obviously yeah. having a vagina means you can't be <laughs> responsible for anything. Well, I, I don't think it's quite that simple, <laughs> to be honest. I know I'm playing devil's advocate here, but I don't think it's quite that simple. I think there are complications no, with hiring women. There are There are complications with it. Whether I, I just think well, we need I, to be adult enough to admit that there are complications look, with hiring women. Not all those women have 10 children attached to They don't, or, exactly. Like, you know, so, so while there are complications, it's not impossible. And often many women... And there's no reason why you couldn't like direct a... You know, well, there's women running corporate exactly. organizations yeah. that are managing to juggle their work life, their Absolutely, home life, everything, yeah. and they're quite happy and balanced. So it, I'm not saying that it's impossible, mm. and I'm just saying that there are some complications there. I'm not saying that they couldn't be but worked to the out. point where there is no women. Like, okay, but that is a closed shop. So let's take mm. it out of where the money problem, right? Okay. And let's bring it to, like, novels, mm. right? So, you know, many movies are made from books. Mm-hmm. Um books are free basically you can sit at your computer and write whatever you want um and yet like i know i sat down and chose and my main character was a man um because that's just who i just identified with and now i'm like suddenly questioning everything yeah but and, and, I'm, and i'm just like happily typing away and then people like viola davis get up and say if you don't create opportunities how can we act and i'm like oh my god I'm working against you, Viola, and I don't need to. I think the thing about these things is, like, we seem to say men do whatever, but actually, societally, we do. Like, I actually had to go and say, all your bad guys are male. Why are all your bad guys male? There's no reason all your bad guys are male, just because they're bad guys in my head. The yeah. BGs, as yeah. you uh, mentioned before. BGs, yeah. um, I, and I, like, I flipped one of them, and I was yeah. like, there's no reason that they can't be female, except in my head, a gang. A gang of thieves is male, and somehow yeah. they're more threatening as well. I think if they're male, and, like and somehow actually, women can and be I threatening. I deliberately went out of my way to make her the most threatening. I know because like women are scary bitches. I'm yeah. like, I'm sorry. Like a gang of women come out, they could yeah. do it. You know, yeah. whereas at least I don't know. The, I feel like a gang of guys are going to stick to the rules. You know. Judge Dredd, do you remember? Did oh, you ever I see that? that? No, okay. what, there was what? a female bad character. Oh, okay. She was. She was. Scary. Oh, really? She was really? really bad. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, and then, yeah. And then, like, bad. the whole thing about strong female characters is you should be able to have weak female characters and flawed female characters yeah. and yeah. weaselly female characters and, and stupid female characters and smart female characters. It's just, like, there is this... And I just feel like they're out there. And I don't know whether... I just feel like I've seen those. I feel like mm. I've been to movies where they have... You might. You've seen them too. But, like, it, there's so few of them. But, well... <laughs> Okay, so I will say... I'll Calm the room down. <laughs> reading... Uh, okay, I was watching um, a documentary and reading about a popular science fiction TV series. Mm-hmm. And the, the writer, you know, he... It, this was in the 60s and... Oh, we're talking about Star Trek. Yes. <laughs> talking about okay. So anyway, I was he, like, I wonder what she's talking about. I had no clue. <laughs> I mean, whoever was was um, talking about this it made it very clear that there was a very strong. Okay, any of the female characters that came mm. in, they were 
affected by these womanizing men yeah. and then they were the ones that were in charge and so it was this kind of boys club okay. um, and I don't know if that was the, the kind of environment was yeah, it and intentional I also was reading you know, or watching a documentary on Marilyn Monroe and her struggles with Hollywood and mm-hmm. you know she was labeled as this difficult person and yeah blah 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 but Really, uh, um, there was a lot of things that came out that that she was just really mishandled in in some of the situations. Um, well, I, yeah, I do think that like women get labeled as being divas very quickly. Yeah, yeah, Pretty and she was diva. just because <laughs> was the just only one she was. Blue M&Ms. I know. <laughs> yeah, so, like how hard is it but, to pick out the right yeah. ones? Like seriously, maybe they're just. I mean, Hollywood is trying to come out of that. Kind of that. that, I that. feel like Hollywood should reflect. I feel like our stories and our and our books, our novels, our movies should reflect the people who are writing them. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. who is writing and who is creating these things that are, mm-hmm. you know, so white, so male, so mm-hmm. so one kind of I think dimensional? It's changing though, it's, don't you feel? I feel like that. I do feel like the, it is changing. Well, at least with very books, slowly. I mean, with novels, like I don't feel like there's. I feel like almost the trend is, oh, if it's not this stereotypical white male, then it's kind of, like, more accepted. Like, that's what people are looking for now. Yeah, but I just think, like, I mean, my characters, like, I don't describe what any of them look like, really. I'm like, mm. you know, I give one of them ginger hair and, you know, mm. other than that. And, yeah. I'm like, and, like, I feel like when I pick up a book and I read it, I just assume everybody looks like me because yeah. that's who mm. I see around me. My family, my friends, mm. they, they look like me. So I just assume that when everybody else picks up that book and they start reading it, that they assume it looks like them. Wow. Well, I suppose in different books, different film, obviously. But it depends then whether there are cultural signifiers about... Sure, you know, but like, you know, it's this whole idea, like if you grow up on our street, it didn't matter whether you were black, blue or purple. Like, well, you know, also, you, you, were, well, you were from our street. Certainly, me and Cathy mm-hmm. grew up in an extraordinarily homogenous environment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we <laughs> like, did, yeah. you know, like, everyone looked like us. I yeah. mean, to the point where you could mock people for having ginger hair because everyone looked, was the same pasty-looking, you know, <laughs> <laughs> sickly, potato-nosed person. Yeah. Um, so I don't know, like, I can... And I totally get... You're writing a story about Ireland, and Ireland is predominantly white. I mean, it changed, like, since the 90s, you've had people... Because like, it was a country people left, right? So, <laughs> thank God. No, okay. <laughs> so now so, people are coming to us, we're like, hey, yeah. thank God. But, you know, I mean, that, that makes a lot of sense. You know, yeah. I mean, I struggle with the diversity thing in general, in terms of the screenplay I'm writing, because I am writing an American screenplay, right? Yeah. And um, I've even changed the spelling and everything. And, um, <laughs> and obviously, and I do think the group should be diverse, but... As I said before, how they are diverse doesn't really matter to me. Mm-hmm. I have specified gender, mm-hmm. um, and I hadn't up to this point specified age even. And like that's another thing. Like old, particularly older women don't get roles, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and and race. Mm-hmm. You know, and I kind of then like I had all these generic names, and then I was like, well, maybe those names seem generic to me because. I guess yes. they're white Anglo-Saxon names, yeah. which doesn't make them actually generic. No. It makes them culturally specific. Yeah. And then I'm like, well, should I add a culturally specific name to someone? And then, but I did um, see or hear something that I might have said this before, this probably from Script Notes, that if you write any ethnicity beside a character, they assume it's non-white. Oh, <laughs> really? It's quite funny. Yeah. Because white yeah. is not an ethnicity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Something like that. You know, I, it's something, I mean, so for me, it's, 
the reason why my story comes from the point of view of a woman and my main protagonist is a woman is not that I only relate to women because I relate to men as well like so my D&D character is male and that was a very funny exercise <laughs> in the male default by the way mm-hmm. in that it's my D&D group is solely female right <laughs> we're, all, we're all in our 30s and we've no excuse for what we're doing um, but everyone else made their character female and I yeah. made my character male without even thinking about it because yeah. it but, said like knight and I yeah. went knight is male you know? And you see, this is what I wonder. It's I'm an looking, imaginary world. I know, and I'm yeah. looking at our, our novels and our books and our mm. screenplays, and I'm like, are, are we part of the problem? I'm like, well, we, am we I not in part the of the solution? <laughs> I really want to be part of the solution. But, so I think it's important. For me, it's important to tell an untold story. Yeah. Right? Well, and there's a huge amount of untold stories in film from the perspective of women. And it's very easy because I am a woman so mm-hmm. I can think like that. That's not a big stretch for me to think of what it's like to be a woman yeah. in a workplace, right? Because yeah. And some of the humour and some of the situation that I'm talking about is is kind of specific to being a woman. Like not being taken as seriously, automatically assumed lower level, people with the same skills as you, promoted above you, all that kind of shit. It's not, it's the background, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I don't know that I would easily come to an LG. BT character or a black character or you know I'd have to think about it a lot I feel like we should be putting in that effort do you Ooh, know what I, I mean agree. I but agree. then I think like why why are the stories from these communities not coming out why why are like black people not writing stories that are you know true of their origins and but their are stories we like mm-hmm. you have to choose like okay it's, so there's a thing um Oh my god, again, sorry, brain is not working. There's definitely a thing of like getting suggestions for um, like book clubs and stuff like that to, to make a point of reading books by people of colour. Yeah. yeah. And like, because again, it's like, well, what, you know. But see, to be honest, I would never knowingly buy a book from a man, a woman, black, white, you just Indian. Pick it up. I just I just read the but title if, and if it seems yeah, something that would be there interesting. Isn't a man or there isn't a thing, they're not gonna appear mm. in the bookshop. It's not in the bookshop, you can't buy it. If it's on like do you, do you know But on Kindles train. Kindles like totally blow that out of the water. Because Kindle you you literally go in through your subgenres. So you're looking in your subgenres, you get okay. into the subgenre mm. that you're interested in and then you start reading the titles. You, Whatever book seems interesting. Buy books that way, though. That's how I buy my books. I can't cope with how many things you can find on your Kindle and I just search a particular thing that I've looked for somewhere else. No, that's mm. not how I use my Kindle. I use my Kindle, I go into the subgenre that I'm interested mm. in and then I start at the top okay. and I work down through the books and I, I, I'm I, one of those people who takes many samples okay. and I read the okay. sample. If it seems interesting, I'll yeah. buy the book. If it doesn't yeah. seem interesting, I'll delete the sample. Right. And okay. I, I, I would rarely even see the author's name. I don't ca- yeah. really care what their name yeah. is. I care yeah. what the book is. Okay. So yeah. how, how are these stories not coming out? How are they not getting onto my Kindle? Why aren't mm-hmm. they Why aren't they out there? Is it that people are not writing them? Sure or is it that there. they're not... Okay. I bet there's some out there, right? I think before people take something up, you know, like you could have a tipping point and more people go, oh, you wrote a book that became people bought that book, people are interested, well, maybe I could write a book, right? There's okay, yeah, yeah. definitely that feature. But I, I know that there are books by people of colour, books about minorities, but I just, I just, to be honest, I don't know that I get to them or I don't know that I yeah. make a point of reading them enough or... Yeah, well, okay, so I remembered what I was going <laughs> to say um, earlier and I want to hear your thoughts on this is that for me I think if if a movie or a book has a certain agenda that it's trying to make me believe I'm thinking of a particular film that's coming out and it's about women and it's about 
struggles that women have. And which movie? Uh, it's the suffrage one. Oh, it yeah. looks really oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah, but yeah. I I was watching it thinking because some of the the trailer mm-hmm. just kind of looked like immense. You suck, you know. And I was thinking, oh, I hope it's not one of those like. Men, or here's the reason why we're yeah. we're we have these problems and blah blah blah. Because I don't think that's and true. Because well, that, no, and I don't think problems. they are. Yeah. And, and see, women male default as well as men. You know, it's not. Yeah, I, like, see, yeah. this is my thing. This is what I'm yeah. trying to uncover. I'm like, do you know, because I, I, to be honest, having Cause I read some things to. about diversity and having mm-hmm. looked into this, right. I actually feel like I'm part of the problem. And I didn't well, realize we, that we, I was. We all are. Do you know? Well, yeah. We're all part yeah, of the yeah, problem. Yeah, yeah. Well, but yeah, well, and I'm, I'm disappointed in myself, to be honest. Okay, for I'm the next book, I'm interested in the story itself. minority book. Well, but I wanted to pick the funny one that I found. <laughs> 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 I wanted to pick that too. Okay. He's a funny one. Um... Well, if if you have the story to tell, see, this I, I think is what I think. Like I just don't understand why these stories story. are not coming yes. out. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because there's like an agenda of like trying to. Well, we want to make this kind of person, the white man, look but, bad. You know, and and my husband, poor guy, he's a white male. Yeah, poor guy. Yeah, poor guy. Know, like, he's yeah. talking about privilege. He though, just it's not. It doesn't mean that white men don't struggle doesn't mean right. like but but my thing is right there's, there's comedians out there and they are from like such a diverse range because that's what makes them funny do you yeah. know what I mean so they, they tell you things from their worlds that are so funny and you don't even realise that they're happening mm-hmm. and you know you're totally oblivious to them and it's that whole thing about telling the truth in a funny way yeah. and that observational yeah. comedy so like there are like the range of comedians out there is just awesome like I can't imagine any mm-hmm. group that are not covered by a yeah. comedian somewhere mm-hmm. and so they can make it why can't okay. their stories make it why okay. can't their so books make it their movies well, isn't this thing about encouraging people to write and encouraging people yeah. to be writers and what we imagine when we think of a writer you know, and maybe groups of people are not encouraged to be writers oh, to yeah, tell I stories. I think that's true. Yeah, okay. yeah I do think I do to speak that. up that they have things that are worth saying and mm-hmm. stories that are worth telling and mm-hmm. stories that people want to hear. But I, I, like, how would there's not? How can there not be storytellers in those groups that are compelled to write? So, but like, maybe they ever... don't tell their stories through writing. Maybe okay. Do you yeah. know? Like, look, don't we all know someone who's a fucking brilliant storyteller who just yeah. you go around it like they're hilarious. Like, yeah. you know, t- <laughs> tell us what happened at the weekend. Yeah. And it's the most yeah. hilarious thing. And they never write that down, you know. But then, like, but there's, but then there's like the Watson character, if you know what I mean. The person who's listening to the story and they're like, Do you know what, that story is brilliant, and yeah. I have some level of experience with writing. I, I'm going to write it down. Maybe I'm going to capture it. So not, not all like again. It, it depends what's important in the group that you're like. So, but I'm just, I'm just like, how are like none of the stories coming out? Do you know what I mean? Like, how but some of them are coming out. Mm-hmm. Some of, them. but only a small trickle yeah, in comparison yeah, yeah. to the ocean yeah. of stuff that's out there. But again, isn't the platform then important? Like the thing about agents and publishing houses and like influencers on and, Twitter and, and social media. Yeah, and then and, the gatekeepers yeah, were there, and I really yeah. feel like those gatekeepers. You know, I feel like their power has been very much threatened at this point. Hmm, like I don't yeah, really yeah. think they have the capacity to hold back a good book. Yeah. And I understand that Hollywood still does because you yeah. have to put the money behind the movie and it's a risk there. For crap books and mediocre books and people to learn. People write the bad book, then write a better book, then mm-hmm. you know write the but, and that's self publishing. The color about. purple, you yeah, know, yeah. like but maybe so. So one of the things I know about women 
in terms of like progression and promotion and stuff like that is that women suffer the consequences of failure more than men mm. right so in the workplace uh, if you take charge of a project and there's actual stats to drop to back this up Kathy before you start telling well I'm happens. just saying it does like, if you're a part of a project ste- that that's fails that's stereotypical it's, it's, and it's I, I, there are statistics right it's a statistical <laughs> thing right it just happened to me statistics right? don't lie so so in, in, in sort of in business your ability to take risk and your chance of taking risk is really important to push yep. out and do these things so when women take risks and those risks fail they're punished more than when men take risks so if a woman takes a risk and fails it's because she's a woman if a man takes a risk and fails that's just how it goes try again I don't right? think so no no fact Cathy right I don't think so <laughs> I, don't I think it's, I think I it's how you portray it well every and you know like there are plenty of women at the top end of many management structures there are plenty of them and there are plenty of them who are opting out early because they are choosing different things for their lives but what i'm saying is that when you like when you write something it's a risk when you put something out there and people have to be willing to allow you have to be able to fail people have to allow you to fail Mm -hmm. the consequences of failure are higher if you're in an underprivileged group whether you're female, well, I suppose it's because it's poor, more noticeable that you're, you're out on the ledge. Well, whether you know, all yeah. those things are those consequences are higher, and like mm. you know, in certain groups of people, if writing is not considered a thing, then like oh, high flute and one in the corner, you know, yes, like, yeah. And, uh, well, it's the cram bucket sort of situation. Yeah, look, there's there's, there's a, it's very complex, and there's an awful lot of factors. So okay, uh, let me flip this then. So what can we do to get? Hmm. We get can more read, we can good, more strong books. women characters out there. Well, to we get... don't have to. I, you know what? We can have shitty women characters out there. We just want more women, right? Okay. More women, um, more people with disability, more people of different sexualities, more trans people, more all, like, just think about it in terms of diversity. And I think what we can do as readers is we can read books from minority groups. Okay, we can I read books by people and about people who are not like us. Okay, okay, I yeah, I think that was a good first step. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, good, good talk, good talk, good talk. <laughs> good rant. Sorry. Yeah, okay, Sorry. Okay. Stop thinking topics that make me mad. I know. <laughs> Very controversial this evening. Um, so let's move us on to a different topic. And so Kate's going to talk for all of this one. I am just going to talk your ears off. <laughs> so I wanted to ask the question of: Do you research when you when you're writing something and you get stuck? So you're like, how will I write this action scene? How will I write this love scene? How will I write this whatever scene? Do you go off and research about how other writers have done it, and then kind of take those learnings and come back to your own writing, or do you just plunge through and kind of wing it and, you know, kind of do a sort of self-taught sort of thing. Mm-hmm. How, how do you approach that? Okay, so the way I approach it is I'm always... Okay, so I read like a writer. I, I read um, books of my genre, so fantasy fiction, and I'll see... I know the, the points that I struggle with. I'm mm. like, oh, how do, I, how do I figure out... Some of it was punctuation. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so reading different different um, novels and seeing how they solved it and sometimes they solve it in a different way and sometimes you just you you have somewhat some freedom in that and you're just like yeah I'm mm-hmm. just going to do it this way but, yeah. so an inner thought for example I was like okay how do I do the inner thoughts of these characters and um, yeah one novel that I, I was reading he just did italicize mm-hmm text yeah so that that's the thought 
of the writer or the reader or the, the character. character sorry yeah. <laughs> um yeah so and different uh, yeah so anytime I'm I'll be reading I'll I'll see okay so this is this certain thing I'm struggling with or having a problem with how how do they do this and so when I'm reading I will be looking for that or okay. it will stand out to me. I won't necessarily... Well, sometimes I will go to a novel and just flip through until I find it. And, um, and would you ever read outside of your genre? So would you ever say, right, I'm going to... You know, I, I've got my two characters. They're going into battle. I have to write an action. So would you ever, like, go read, like, an, an action kind of novel? Like a... I don't know, like a spy novel, maybe. Or, like, <laughs> I don't know what. Do you know, like, that sort of thing? Or would you always kind of see how writers do it within your genre? I usually tend towards just the, the genre, the same okay. genre. Yeah. But, I, I mean, I I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't be endorsing that. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, just yeah. That's, that's what you I... Do yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, the way yeah. I do it, because yeah. that's, those are the so kind of... Like. the That's what I like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it just so happens that a lot of the fantasy fictions <laughs> that mm-hmm. I read have action in it. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. But I, I feel like well, I can see, do fantasy action. fantasy fiction is kind of, it's all-encompassing, really. Like, they yeah. kind of have everything in those books. Yeah. Like, there's but, love scenes, there's everything in them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, awkward love scenes. <laughs> oh, awkward. Let's talk about awkward. <laughs> I cannot write love scenes. Anyway, that's beside the point. Yeah. Um, so would you ever be tempted to pick up a romance book, then, to be like, how am I going to write this love scene better? I know... I no, don't, I just. <laughs> I don't I either. Don't do I don't either. But yeah, I'm guilty I, of this myself. I will um, research. Um, I have a book, and I wish it, it's somewhere here. That it's like how things work, or the book of it, it just names like parts of ships. Oh, okay. and it has diagrams oh. and what kinds of ships, or oh. just. Just machinery. Oh, okay. And yeah. and what a handy little book. It's very handy. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. So that's what a brig is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, and um, yeah. So things like that that are useful. Things that I'm not. That that aren't really part of my day to day life. Yeah. Yeah. But are part of the world that I'm trying uh-huh. to to describe. Um, I should probably. Okay, I hate using the word should. Yeah. I'd like to possibly read more genre, other genres and mm. see how they how that can help me as a writer. Yeah. Which, which you know, Cause all, I, all good writers say read everything. Yes, yeah. Anything yeah, yeah. and everything. Yeah. So I'm sure there's, I mean, like Les Mis, here's Les Mis again. Um, Victor Just, Hugo, uh, I have I this. I need to photograph you with that because you, okay. you carried around so lovingly, <laughs> and it's got so many notes in it. I have, I, like I have so many. Oh, it's one, two, three, four, five, six bookmarks. Okay. In this book, and it is. Um, and would you like underline sentences that you like in it, or phrases that you like? Oh, that, that's oh I, that I don't I do. mark up my books. Well, do you transcribe them? I actually transcribe. <clears> them, yes, to I be transcribe honest. them. Oh, look, Pablo Picante. Um, <laughs> I used that as a bookmark. So for for this book, I'll read it, and I'll if there's something that really stands out to me that I think, oh this this scene would help me to write this this mm-hmm. other scene in my book. Um, I I just kind of I I make note of it, and then I keep going back. I don't plagiarize. Yeah, of course not. Um, 
I get inspired. I think it'd be very obvious if it's from it this is shown <laughs> up in your science fantasy <laughs> novel. I think that would be very obvious. <laughs> I think it's one of the most known books. I think people would be like, eh, I think I've seen this somewhere before. You know? yeah. I, yeah. Wait, wait. I didn't read this. Okay, and anyway. so what about you? Do you do this? Uh, I suppose since I've been writing this screenplay, it made me think about, like, you know, it's hard, it's a hard transition to, it's probably not hard for some people, but I find it hard, um, to convey things in a visual manner through writing. And I yeah. suppose I, I would, like, been a novel reader my whole life, like, I, you know, um, since reasonably young age. And so this sort of novelistic way that you can get inside someone's head and describe the action and stuff like that would probably be my default setting. So it's quite hard to sort of just um, convey things visually. And I suppose when I watch things now, I think... I wonder, could I look at the screen and see if I can find the screenplay? Yeah. To kind of get a sense of how how the words on the page. Mm-hmm. So you are because, doing this. You're actively yeah. researching other people who have yeah, done your yeah, your yeah. your style. And I, it just has been really hard. You, you know? did have in the feedback that you had. Um, wasn't it? Didn't they comment on? Yeah, you, you some of my descriptions were a bit novelistic. Like, yeah, like novel. and yeah. then I wasn't quite. And I suppose like <laughs> I have a tendency to write in full sentences as well, which like. <laughs> isn't actually necessary you know no, yeah. um uh for car- for action descriptions and yeah. um but it's very hard for me and my issues <laughs> to <laughs> not do that mm. um, well, um i can imagine how that would be ingrained but like that would be yeah like that's got to be a minor point but i mean yeah, I, I but wonder in like, terms of like you know uh, when your bad guys showed up and they were starting to threaten your kind of characters did you just write from see your pants or did yeah, you oh yeah totally Okay. Um, I suppose I like I would have a go at it, and then I don't know what I'm going to have a problem with until like the problem comes sure. through, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you're like, oh, how do you? Um, or even I suppose when people read it and they come back and say, I don't really get that character. I didn't get what was going through the head, or yeah. you know. And you're like, oh, how do you show what goes through someone's head? Yeah. Without like voiceover, because I've made a decision that my film no. doesn't have voiceover. Yeah. And, um, I do have a question for you. Yeah. Though. How many times have you read through Die Hard? Um, screenplay. I think I've only read the screenplay once. Okay. Maybe twice. Um, it's very restrained. Very restrained. Yeah. I've seen the movie so many times. I, this is true. You know, um, I, well, actually, I found really funny about that was, and I wish I had it with me because I could read it a bit out to you. So when I started writing, I got very like, well, you're describing what you see. So a man goes here. Da, 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 yeah. You know. um, and then, and I'm not sure I got pitched this right, but then I realized that the action, the ways films are described, is very much in the tone of film mm-hmm. so for this Die Hard is great because it, it, that bit at the very start on the plane like it basically says something like so on the plane <laughs> John McClane kind of gets um, gets uh, approached by a stewardess nice. <laughs> and, and you'd, you'd forget it's there even you know yeah. and then he kind of goes oh he's married or something right yeah. and like the description of that is they look at each other and think about what could have happened circumstances being <laughs> oh, different right actually in it? I was like, well, I fucking missed that. It was just, uh-huh, yeah, yeah, moving yeah. on. Uh-huh. But for someone else, that might have been. And yeah. I, that, so that's what I had, and I've removed them now, where mm-hmm. I had the, this is a person, like, who you'd call when you wanted to bury a body. Yeah. That when I had that description. And then I had someone, this is the person you'd call to console you after you've had to bury a body. Yeah. And this is the body you would have to bury. Yeah. You know? And it wasn't like, you know, that that is ever going to appear in the film. Right. But, but that, it does it's, give it it's supposed tone. to be humorous and give mm-hmm. the tone yeah. of the... Yeah, that's, uh, yeah that's um, right. I know that. and so is that trying to again it's like, 
tightrope, you know, mm. um, between falling into this novelistic way of describing things, mm. but still not not just being like, because it's again like everything. It's like you have to be drawn into it. You have to be like you aren't. It's not. It's not like I was going to say an IKEA instruction book, but, but there are no words in an IKEA instruction book. But yeah. um, a B and Q instruction book yeah, for yeah, yeah. constructing shelves. It's not that. It is yeah. a narrative, and even. If it's like it should be read like it's seen, and it should have the tone of that, and that's yeah, I find and that I really hard. That's really challenging, you know. Yeah, yeah, and I guess this is it's something. It was a question somebody else asked me when I was struggling with um, writing a particular scene, and they were like, "Have you not researched this? Why are you trying to reinvent the wheel? Like, mm. surely somebody out there has already done this." And I was like, oh yes, yeah, so obvious. So why, how do you why research I done this? that though? How well, you... by going off and reading like yeah. action, mo- okay. action movies or action yeah. books or going off and reading like yeah. romance books, you're struggling with a love scene or going off and reading, you know. Mm. And then I kind of thought, well, actually, if I read too many of those books, it's I'm going to subconsciously maybe kind of take how they do it and apply it to my work. And um, when I do that, I, I, I might lose my voice or I might lose how I would okay. approach it. So what I like to do is kind of take a big swing at it. Mm-hmm. And if it really falls flat on its face, that's when I like to go off and do a bit of research. Okay. Um, yeah. Because I feel like I, I will have my kind of the essence of me will be in there. So however I would approach a love scene it would be approached but I might go off and read like you know a a romance book and I might say oh I can see how they kind of subtly introduce this idea or I can see how they kind of build it up from the start or Mm -hmm. you know how they're not like date three so we get engaged you know (laughs) like this sort of thing so like you know that's kind of how I do it so you have your search and you just yeah I would think the same I would have a go in it yeah and then like I'm like well how because I'm looking for specifics at that point like I'm not looking for like because read a romance novel for something romantic I don't have a whole novel to write about this. I've got five lines. Oh know. yeah, I've got like I'm you know, a par- how you, how paragraph. How do you I'm do a fleeting glance yeah, that has yeah. meaning? In yeah. It. yeah. So then I I would look for specifics. So I'm looking for a line or two. Like when I when I'm looking at those say films and then I'm looking for the screenplays, which I may or may not find. Mm. Even if I don't find the screenplay, sometimes I look at the film and I say, "How would you yeah. write this down? How yeah. would you go reverse engineer what you're seeing?" Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And. And it is just like, I just want, and I, it's just a scene I want, or it's even a, a little snippet of a scene, or it's a little, And you know, you know, I'll often read books, and I'll be like, God, that's a great phrase, or God, yeah. that's a great line, or, do you, you know. Do you write that? Like, I do, I write them down, and just, same. on yeah, scraps yeah. of paper, mm. and I have like this big, huge box, and in it I have like a little thing that's wrapped in rubber bands, and I put scrap paper into the rubber bands, and when I get really stuck for like just when I'm writing something and it's turgid and I'm just like using the same five words to describe everything I will go to like my box of words Mm -hmm. if you know what I mean like my nice cunning phrases and I'll kind of like spread them all around me and I'll pick out words that I like like the sound of or you know it'll give me a spark the two of you are just so much more literary than I am (laughs) (laughs) look at Liam is you have how many 14,506 like, yeah. I need four, to do that and then not do it oh no I do I do do it 63 pages of words that's a lot of words oh. I wonder how many of the words are repeated I bet you that's not probably a few thousand <laughs> I reckon there's not that many words in that book his I hat often, was lying a few steps away in the shrubbery yeah you see that's not that literary mm. if you know what I mean like anybody could write that do you know what I mean <laughs> She turned her head and stood up. It was he. 
Yeah. And, you know, sometimes yeah. I just like those turns of phrases, if you know what I mean, mm. you know, but I feel like if you, if you took that phrase and then shoved it into your book, it would, like, stand out like a sore pen, yeah. you know, like, just be so yeah. obvious, but, um, yeah, I, I, it was something that was suggested to me, mm. and it, it kind of had never occurred to me before somebody else anyway, said it. I know, but, and, you know, yeah, 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 I do, but, it, you know, like... Like, I read crime, yes, yeah. but I don't read romance. And there is a lot of romance in my mm. book. So yeah. I did actually go off and read But you few. have been involved in romance. I have been involved in a romance. <laughs> so but you kind of know. Yeah, yeah, but like, you a know, the bit. way you would describe your romance, you know, is not necessarily how the romance is yeah, developing within yeah. your book. Do you know what I mean? True. So like, like my romance was spread but over 14 years. you don't want it to be years. like a I want this done in novel, three weeks. Which over extends this, like, tension because the whole book is like supposed yeah, to be but like, you know so, I think sometimes like I certainly um, like I, I read an, an Amy Huberman book mm-hmm. and um, yeah, I mixed emotions about it but like she did some things very well hmm. do you know what I mean yeah. and she like you know just some of the kind of some of the funniness that she brought to that kind of yeah, romance yeah. genre I was yeah. like actually I really love the way you approach this I really oh, yeah. love the, the light hearted like yes yeah. there's a serious the scene going on but actually it's you know it's quite it's not the notebook it's mm. not like right. deep do you know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> um, so like and you know and I was like that that suits my writing okay, it's yeah, quite light hearted be... and I was like and I like the way she did so I yeah. you know I've like yeah, borrow exactly. those thoughts. That's exactly what. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's just it's not something that it's, it, maybe I was doing it like you say subconsciously, or yeah. you know, I was doing it anyway. But it wasn't something that occurred to me that when I started struggling, do you know what? Go off and but read it, somebody who does this well. Sure. Yeah. It yeah, seems so obvious when yeah. somebody says yeah. it, but until somebody said it to me, I was like, I don't know how to do it. Um, yeah. And I was going to classes and I was doing all sorts of things. Yeah. And they were like, mm-hmm. no, 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 just go read a book. Well, yeah. I was probably would go see movies and then I'll see a movie and it's boring. I'm like, why is this boring? I mean, I'll try and work out why it's boring because I want to avoid that. Yes, you know? yes, yeah, and, yeah. Um, but again, if it's exciting and like, now if it's very exciting, I will not have the brain functionality no you'll be too caught up yeah you're like a puppy playing catch you're like I don't care whether it's good or not I just yeah. want to be involved I love it yeah <laughs> um, but yeah and, and, I, I, and even maybe afterwards I'll think like well why why were you pulled in or why did you suddenly know who that person was yeah yeah and and that you wanted them to you know they were like, on their side yeah because this is something that I, I was looking at sitcoms about because yeah. um, they describe the characters and their relationship to other characters okay. within the first two or three minutes mm, yes. of each show yeah. Yeah. and they remind, car- remind new audience members who are only watching this one episode who don't know anything about the other characters they give them enough information mm. to get through the episode mm. and I just thought some of them do it incredibly well just one or two little lines yeah. one or two little statements and you know exactly who that character is yeah. you know and without being so like, you know, yeah. hi, dad, how are you today? I'm yeah. good daughter from a previous relationship, but I don't get on with your mother. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, it's not stilted, it's not awkward, yeah. but it does, you know, you'd be amazed. And, and that's one of the places I learned that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, mm, yeah. I mean, I, I think one of the things that I've been trying to do is like... Um, momentum and excitement are things that I, yeah. <laughs> I think I, 
luck or yeah. I'm not very good at and I like I think I'm okay when I say this I'm gonna say I'm okay at writing witty dialogue yeah um, uh, well I'm it's not. okay I like I mean <laughs> like you're gonna have your like you know you're gonna have your own strengths and your own weaknesses yeah, everybody yeah. is it doesn't mean that your strength is the top of the world or your weakness yeah. is the bottom of the floor but, but you I know think, so I think the thing like that I and again it's like that the way I fall into the novelistic descriptions yeah. how things are described how you you know how you engage with them what are what makes what gives that tone how so so yeah I just when I see something I want I go like well how would you write that scene like how something mm-hmm. and it might be a scene particularly scenes with no dialogue yeah or introductory mm-hmm. scenes or you yeah. know yeah. I was like what would that look like written down how yeah. would you how do you kind of do that and and you can't in a screenplay. You're not well. You're not allowed by three pages of description. No, you can. You can maybe do five lines. No. That's it. Yeah. No, you're very yeah. restricted. Yeah. You really have to make whatever you say count. Mm. Yeah, every you know, word it counts. has to be yeah. very spot on. And yeah. and I say that's yeah. something about yeah, world still, building with the fleeting glance of. I was going to say with the world building that's probably the same so like mm. you know with movies you can see straight away mm. oh this is a different world yeah. you know right. you know you've got all your visual the cues the sky is green yeah do you know what I mean yeah. they fly in on some sort of spaceship yeah. like firefly or whatever mm-hmm. um, but do you know so I would struggle I, like, I often struggle with something that I've seen in the movies it's done so easy in the movies yeah. how the hell am I going to get it into my book yeah. and that I, drives me mental mental and that's why I'm like I just you should read some screenplays I should do actually I should yeah. do because that's obviously that's where they start that's yeah. that's, I, that's what I should do so I think we might leave it at that because I think that's kind of long enough for one podcast yeah. um, so thanks very much for listening um, if you'd like to listen to more um, we have the Irish Writers Podcast on Facebook we have the Irish Writers Pod on Twitter and we have the Irish Writers Podcast at gmail.com if you want to send us an email um, our website is com. there we go thank you very much <laughs> and uh, talk to you again okay bye, bye guys bye, bye.